You're listening to Campus Review Radio. These days we're generating huge amounts of biomedical data. And so really the, the, the simple answer is that we can use computers to um, really understand and sift through and organize that data and essentially make sense of the complexity of it and for predictive purposes. So that's the simple answer. <laughs> so the tack that I'm taking is perhaps a bit unusual um, in that I'm trying to rely on the research publications that are coming out in the in the literature. And so um, I guess you could say that the approach that, that um, my research embodies is sort of an indirect way of, of getting at disease, but it's really about leveraging the knowledge that's um, implicit or explicit in the published literature. and trying to take something which was really created for humans, um, you know, research publications are a form of, of human communication, and transform it into something that we can incorporate into um, predictive models. So I guess the complexity there is, is taking um, indirect information about human disease as it's presented in research publications and, and trying to uh, leverage that information in in. Um, a predictive model. I started uh, working at a, a place called Los Alamos National Laboratory, which is a government research lab in the U.S. And it, the idea came from one of my colleagues who was working in the area of protein function prediction. And uh, basically, they're trying to, to, to take what we know about proteins and, and figure out what all these proteins do in the, in the context of the human body. And that, of course, is really foundational for understanding disease because it's usually mutations in, in proteins or in genes that eventually lead to, to disease. And drugs actually are designed to target particular um, proteins and, and influence disease in, in, in um, pretty direct ways. So he came to me and he said, you know, there's all this information in the literature that I just don't think we're leveraging in our in our protein function prediction models. We're looking at the the structure of the protein, and we're trying to, um, you know, use information about the 3D characteristics of these proteins, and we're looking at the dynamics and these these uh, kind of statistical dynamic properties. But um, I feel like there's a lot of kind of softer information, sort of more nuanced um, information about, about what these proteins are doing in the research literature. And so I think that we can probably go out into that literature and find um, a really fantastic uh, amount of information about what these proteins are actually doing by digging into that literature. And, and I, I had never, you know, I'd never really thought about proteins or, and genes since I was in year nine biology. Um, but I thought, wow, that sounds like a fascinating problem. And so that's, that's really how I got started in it. We're working as much as possible as we can with, with, with uh, medical experts and clinical researchers because really they understand the actual problems that they want to solve. And really what I see is that we're just kind of partners on this journey, that, that they have um, a clinical problem or a medical problem that they're trying to understand. They have a lot of data in many cases, and um, 
you know, they don't necessarily have the technical skills to to work out how we can leverage algorithms and things like machine learning to make sense of that data. And so really we need to, to work very closely together to match the, the technical solutions to the, the clinical problems. And so I, I really prefer working on problems where there's a very strong kind of clinical um, impetus for, for the problem.